0: Welcome to the podcast Station, where we share exciting stories, interesting facts, lots of laughter, and lots of hope as we talk about caring for our human bodies in the 21st century. We have one ultimate goal, and that is to help you develop a newfound perspective and sense of appreciation for the incredible human body that you're living in. If you would like to join us for more educational courses or professional certifications, see us online at www.holistichealtheducators.com great to have you with us.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Are you excited, Amy? Always. Well, today, we we are going to talk about combining the Western world and the Eastern worlds of medicine together, and how we've done it in our clinic, and how we do it in our own personal lives, and some suggestions for you, and then probably a little bit of bewares but all good bewares because we're all lovers we're not haters and so um just things to be to be aware of is that a good introduction amy or do you want to like fix that somehow no it's a
0: really relevant topic because everywhere from Uh, Just clinics all around the world are looking to be more integrative. We have Western, we have Eastern medicine that's looking to incorporate more of the Western diagnostic tools. And then we have Western medicine that's looking to incorporate more of the things that, that really work from Eastern medicine. And so these worlds are colliding. Like when I was doing my interview Uh, I was accepted to go to a school, the top business school in China, and they really wanted me because I had a health background and had studied at Johns Hopkins and everything. And they said, hey, you should come sell medical equipment to our hospitals here because we're really trying to get more of the diagnostic tools that you guys use in Western medicine in our hospitals and in our clinics. You guys have amazing technology and that's true. Like the, all the scanners and the tests you can run on people and the panels, like it's incredible. So they really wanna bring more of that there. But then you have over here where we have all this fancy technology Technology and still have a 50% success rate of diagnosis. Um, some play in, it depends on the type on the type of conditions. Sometimes it's a little higher. Sometimes it's a lot lower. And so we have what we have going on over here with lots of technology and lots of advancement. And then when it, when the rubber hits the road, when it comes to treatment and when it comes to what do we actually do with this person now that we know they have a back problem or a digestive disorder or a mental health disorder, we we're really good at looking inside their body. What do we do now? Now we're looking at pulling in more of the Eastern medicine practices and traditional. Chinese medicine, or herbs, or Reiki, or energy medicine. So it's just a such a relevant topic because these these two worlds really are
1: coming together. Ooh, pick me, pick me! Yeah, Karen. Okay, good. So I have just two things to share. Um, so just today, one of the scans today, uh, the gentleman I was meeting with, he's like. You know, my mother died four weeks ago, and he had never, you know, come to a natural health consultation kind of thing like this. So it was all very new to him. But he was so excited. His wife was even more excited. So she came and also had a consultation. But it was really neat because before I did his scan, he was like, literally, my my mother died four weeks ago, and we went to her house, and there were hundreds of pill bottles from different doctors, different doctors' names, all these different specialists. He said some of them were repeated from one doctor to another doctor, and still she was told to take this one and this one. So she's doubling on stuff that she's taking because no one was communicating. He said, so I, and death of natural causes when there's hundreds of bottles of pharmaceuticals literally lining her kitchen and in her bathroom. And I was like mortified because I'm like, ah, you know, but that's, that's what they knew and then they kept getting more specialists and more specialists. I think that there needs to be that that wake up that Western medicine has this specialty and Eastern, and maybe it's just in some of the diagnostic tools and and not all of them are great, but some of them are life-saving. And then the same thing with Eastern medicine is like, okay, let's look at the body as a whole. And instead of isolating it to endocrine system and the circulatory system, we want to look at the body as that whole. So I think that's where we're going. And you're right, Amy, just as So one of my good friends is Rose and she is a Chinese medical doctor and she was a Chinese medical doctor for sort of decades before she um, came to America And she's like, in in China, at the point when she came over to America a few years ago, they um, were desperate for more Chinese doctors from from naturally coming from within China because what happened was so many Western philosophies and traditions and therapies were now being used in China. And she said, but they saw the people getting worse and worse because they were using all the therapies from the West and they needed to bring in more of the traditional Chinese medicine and the cultural um, medicine because that's what used to work and and i think that we're seeing as a society on every continent that there are some diagnostic tools that work very well there are some that don't work very well and might be actually too invasive or you know hard for the blood brain barrier and then there are those treatments that work well everywhere there's nowhere acupuncture doesn't work well there isn't there's no body it will not help there's no body reflexology will not help right and so and yet there are certain things that are particular. So that's kind of what I, and and then I just wanted to rephrase. Um, and I think I might have shared it uh, a couple weeks ago, but one of my, one of my clients came in and she had severe nerve damage in her leg. And and, and this was just two weeks ago she came in, so I may or may shared it with you, but she had severe nerve damage and she was scheduled. This was a Saturday was her consultation with me and on Tuesday, she was scheduled for surgery and the doctors were gonna put plates in her leg. And I'm like, whoa, 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 this is nerve damage, right? She goes, oh yeah, but they don't know what's causing it. They don't know how to help it. I'm like, okay, let's find out what nerve, which we did the scan and found out the exact nerves. And I said, and then let's do myofascia, do muscle work. We, I would try to avoid surgery and literally life change because we don't need that kind of surgery when we can do some of the Eastern, you know, the Eastern philosophy and, and approaches towards myofascia and towards the, you know, the fascia and, and the muscles. The fascia, of course, covers everything in, in the body and then the muscles. And so we had to relax that and then work on the nerves and you can stimulate nerves and her omega-3s were low. So boom, 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 the diagnostic stuff that they had run was good, but it wasn't as accurate as perhaps some of the other diagnostic testing. So at least they went from wondering what's going on to, okay, we found it's a nerve, not sure which one, but it's a nerve in the leg, so we're going to put plates in the leg. I don't know what they were thinking that would help, but I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know their lines, and so they must have had some bias for that. But then when we bring in the other aspects of more further biofeedback testing and then knowing what to do for the nerve and myofascia, now we have an answer. So I think we're seeing all of this guessing coming down to more pinpointing, which has been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, that's I completely agree with you. And that's one thing we love about the AO scanner as well. Um, This last thing I want to throw on there. So obviously, we're having this a a conversation about how to combine these two worlds, because obviously, you've noticed that holistic health educators were not anti- we're not we're not anti one and all pro the other. Like we believe in integrative medicine. And aside from the diagnostic tools that we appreciate about modern medicine, also um, in li- life or death situations, there are treatment protocols that will save your life, and no one would deny that. And we're so grateful for that, and so grateful for the researchers that have contributed to those findings and contributed to the fact that we can go to the emergency room and we can use modern medicine when we need it. And so that's awesome. Um, but when it when it comes to our life as holistic healthcare practitioners and as parents and as young single adults or wherever we fit, um, I love so much is trying to figure out what's available so that you know how to piece it together for yourself. So you really can get the best of both worlds. Um, and one thing that I always love to see too, is that when something, (laughs) there's been like trends in the holistic healthcare field and then like eventually clinical research will like, will start picking up on it and start, um, backing it up with more of the clinical research then you see this whole wave come like 20 minutes 20 minutes 20 years later in the medical field but that's been really cool to see too just with like um the gut brain connection that one's still taking a while to catch on um, when it comes to actual practice but with gut brain connection medical marijuana um like you said how to truly treat the nervous system and now hopefully we're moving in the direction of digestive disorders but we'll talk about clinical research in a second i know karen you wanted to talk about your
1: experience of working how to combine these two worlds working with lily your daughter Yes yeah, yeah, yeah and I wanted to mention we don't call it medical marijuana we call it medical cannabis okay so just putting it out there marijuana yeah. bad word bad word okay but cannabis is beautiful and loving oh. and lovely oh, okay. 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 okay anyhow so um Okay, my, our daughter. So our daughter, and I actually, the, to give you a preface on this, it's been five years of testing until we finally believe we know what's going on with our daughter. Now, I've written a 15-page document. I've sent it out for review. It's uh, I'm getting incredible feedback on it. It'll be available hopefully in the next week or so. Debbie, our IT specialist, is putting together all sorts of fun stuff so you can go to the page and click on buttons and see videos that I've done. But we literally started off back in 2000. And, um, well, five years ago now, on well, the five years, August 1st, wondering what in the world was going on with our daughter. So it was 2000, you know, whatever, it was 16, and um, we, she just, she would, her body just Functionally wouldn't function. Period. She got to a point where she couldn't walk. She was 67 pounds at the age of 12. She couldn't digest food. It was. It was just. And no one had any answers. And so I, I, I relied on all of my expertise and, and the fact that I'd, I'd written the TNC binder with 225 modalities of natural healing that I'd been teaching to others. I'm like, okay, I've just got to. We've got to diagnose. Except. There's only so much you can diagnose without using machinery. And so I started doing, you know, I started, I found a medical doctor and this is what I've done. And so you might want to reach out if you have a daughter or a child or a spouse or a husband, anybody who's sick. I found a medical doctor who would simply just order anything I asked him to because they make money on it. right? And, um, and as soon as he knew that I knew a lot about what I was talking about, and quite frankly, he knows that I know a lot more than he does about this, about, the, about digestion and the human body. Um, and he's been very open with that, a wonderful man to work with. I was able to start meeting with him and pay for a consult, you know, we'd have to have an initial, um, you know, doctor's visit, quote unquote, but then I would simply ask him, I would like to order x-rays of this. I want to order, you know, the Heidelberg scan, the HIDA scan. I started coming out with many, many, many different things that I wanted to order. And he was very accommodating. I, I researched blood work that I wanted to have ordered that I couldn't order myself. And he was accommodating to that. So all of a sudden we started, and you wouldn't believe the list of, of things we've done. I do post that as well. If you're interested. I will have that link of all the different tests that we've done, why we did all these different tests. But it was, but over this four and a half years, five years of testing, we were then able to eliminate, okay, it's not bile reflex. Okay, it's not this. Okay, it's not all of the items. Trust me, there have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things that we thought maybe this is it. We were able to eliminate those um, processes by doing this. Uh, And so it's been very, very helpful. Um, and then to find out what we're dealing with, dysautonomia, you know, she actually has all of the, you know, dysautonomia, is, a, is a, that's a whole other topic, but you can have EDS and multiple issues of dysautonomia fall under that, that, that label, but yet it's basically the autonomic nervous system doesn't function. Well, the autonomic nervous system not functioning causes you to have X, Y, and Z issues. And so even though we are finding, okay, this issue she does have, and this test result shows that but then there's nothing to fix it. There's no answers for this. There's no medical or Eastern modalities that are working on this yet because we needed to keep using diagnostic tools through the Western medicine um, to do that. Now, I will also mention I'm a huge fan of different blood works and different I'm sorry, tests, saliva tests and uh, you know, organic acid testing. I, we've done extensive tests that you will not be able to order through the medical community. Um, and that's where understanding where all of these stool tests and breath tests and things you can order from become very handy. And lucky for us, you know, we work with functional um, practitioners that are skilled in reading all of these tests. So there's a lot available to you, but knowing that there's testing and test results that can't be done at a medical doctor, aren't traditionally known by most, you know, holistic practitioners because to know all these tests is very overwhelming and then if you order the test you don't know how to read it anyways and many naturopaths have no idea how to read these kind of tests and so even though they're a naturopathic doctor or a holistic practitioner if you ask them about some of these tests they're not going to know how to read it in the first place so of course they're not going to recommend it to you because they don't know how to read it so we're looking we're looking for a world where when you have an issue we are able to provide here's the western medicine test that you would like like, here are the, the different tests, there's, you know, 50, 70, 80 different tests that you can run th- that most naturopaths won't have any idea how to read or a medical doctor won't know how to read. So you need to go into a specialist, you know, et cetera, available. So we really are looking at combining so many of those worlds into, into one. So, and that's where the world is going. So you can get a better idea of what's actually going in the body. Yes. So
0: when... With this integrative clinic we keep talking about in Georgia, we want to have a Lily department, the Lily Center, which will be <laughs> yes. all for people with digestive disorders. Because you think Karen's just talking about these tests because she read about it in a blog? No, she's like basically mortgaging or or could have bought another house, literally could have bought a whole nother house with how much she spent on my little sister's medical care, taking her to specialists in the country, outside of the country, in Mexico, hiring expensive doctors in Germany to have an $800 an hour phone call with them, like just trying to get answers from all these different people. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to see that list of tests because, like we said, yeah. like that type of comprehensive lists are like, hey, here's all the isu- here's all the tests you can run on a digestive disorder. They're, that list doesn't exist anywhere out there. Um, but well, obviously, biofeedback is a great starting point where you can like run biofeedback scans and get that initial idea of what's going on in the body. Where could there be imbalances? And then you can go into more um, comprehensive tests uh, mm-hmm. if people need it. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that whole experience, yeah, Lily what has been for you, like the most frustrating part of, uh, of like trying to find an answer and balancing, like getting answers from all these different people and just trying to paint a picture with, with all these different consults you've
1: had, what's been the hardest part about that? I think the hardest part, Amy, was watching Lily. I mean, at the age of 14, she knew more about the microbiome and the digestive system than, every medical doctor we met with after that. And having her told that, they, these medical doctors were very kind, but the, many of them, um, only a couple of cocky ones, but anyhow, but the rest of them were wonderful. And they'd be like, I'm so sorry, Lily, but you literally know more than I've ever learned in medical school. And they're telling my daughter this and and she would go in the car and cry on the way home. So would I, we actually went to children's after doing this for several years, not several, but maybe after four years, we went to children's hospital and we were sent home from the emergency room. We met with four of their top specialists and they're all like, Karen, you've already done everything there is, there is nothing more to help your daughter. That's the frustrating part is when you're like, wait a minute, you're the expert. You know, you're supposed to know these things or at least have some clue that we don't know. Now, mind you, the very benefit about this is I've been able to meet some of the top people in the the country. They've been amazing, right? And so um, one of the lead um, doctors in imaging reading he is the Dean of a university and he's like, I'm just going to help any way I can. Like he's so dedicated to helping people understand, even though that's when that, and so we're in a point where we're like, okay, he's going to be able to help teach all those in Georgia and those working in imaging, literally how to look for X, Y, and Z. So things aren't misdiagnosed as Mal's disease or misdiagnosed as, you know, whatever they might misdiagnose. And now they go in for surgery on Mal's and boom, now they have all these issues intestinally for the rest of their life. Like there's so much mis. Diagnostic, And I think that's probably the biggest issue is that doc- doctors don't know and so many of them have pride. And so instead of saying, I just can't help you, they're like, you know, why don't we try this, you know, and then that can lead to a cascade of issues. And I think that that was probably the hardest part is that people don't want to admit that they don't know. And and then they also don't, you know, they don't know in the first place. And I think that that's where we just, we have to watch the world come together to help each other, um, to take everything that's available so that even if we don't have an answer, you know, we, we have another, you know, tool to use or a person to contact. So I think that probably was the most disappointing part is that there wasn't enough communication between Western medicine and Eastern medicine, Mm -hmm. and then there wasn't enough trust to go, hey, you know, I really do recommend this because I recommend medical testing, especially nuclear testing, all the time to my clients because I want to know what's going on, and the only way to do that is to see this test get done, and maybe not just once, right? So there's a lot of testing devices that are phenomenal, and some of them are extremely accurate, but at least it paints the picture and can rule Certain things out, but then there's people, you know, on this board that no, it's only it's just herbs. Herbs are the only thing you need. But oh, essential oils, all you need. And I'm like, oh. you know, we we need to work together more and not be in this this pace where you know where we have to know everything because mm-hmm. we just all don't. And I think so. That probably is it. I don't know how you how you word that together, but I'm I'm still learning. I learn every day, and I learn from the wonderful people we have in our programs. And just so people know we have so many medical doctors and nurses that take our programs. I can't. We have doctors, we have dentists, we have lawyers, we have people take our programs that are also in the medical field, especially a lot of nurses, because this is the like the missing link. And so when we're going to open the Lilly Center in Georgia, when that is officially funded, yeah, we'll have every single medical device I've ever used and all the naturopathic devices in one location, which isn't anywhere in the world. There's nowhere in the world that has that. So you can come. I mean, in a week and a half of testing, we're going to have an answer instead of four and a half years. Because I don't, I don't have pride. I want to use the testing I've used for Lily and I want to use that, you know, because it's the only way we could find an answer for our own daughter. And I had to swallow my pride several times, you know, during this process, because I thought I was on a path of where I knew I was going and then boom, oh, oh no, you know, I, you know, it's, it's been very interesting.
0: Yes, and while uh, you will be busy running the Lily Center and the integrative clinic and the uh, huge kitchen where we will teach everyone with chronic disease how to cook delicious food from your garden, um, I will be over there just having the time of my life in our educational center because the biggest thing I've learned from going through traditional education is that healthcare reform has to start with healthcare education reform? Like, exactly what you're talking about is just like us having this open mind to learn from each other, to just like totally just be like, my favorite Chinese. You all have heard of like Chunyu's, that's like a Chinese, um, what do we call them in English? Like a little phrase, and it means, um, my favorite one means it's four characters, that's it, and it go and it stands for. My mind is an empty valley is what it says and it just implies that like i my mind is like i'm empty like please fill it you know and uh, it just really hit my heart cuz i was like man what if we all went around the world just as students to each other you know to just like constantly just add things into this like valley of things we can learn so that's where i'm so excited to go with the future of health i consider holistic health educators a global leader in healthcare education reform because we are looking to do exactly that is like whether you're coming with a medical background or a purely holistic background We have energy healers that are now learning the nutrition side and nutrition, nutrition coaches that are now learning the energetic side and doctors that are learning holistic and vice versa. And uh, yeah, that collaboration is exactly what we need to understand the human body. So I just can't wait for for what's coming in that avenue. I I shouldn't say I can't wait because that's implying it's not happening. It's happening now. And Mm -hmm. I'm so
1: happy to be a part of it. It is happening now. And that's, you're right, Amy, and it is, because I'll have doctors reach out to me asking opinions. You know, we have medical doctors who are Karen, like, what would you do about this and why? You know, because they are learning as well. And I think you're right. People are very open to that fact. And if you remember, what is mind control? This is so important. And mind control sounds so scary, right? But mind control is this easy. Okay. So you, and you all, hopefully you've heard me talk about this. If not, I'm doing an entire, um, video on it and uploading it soon, but you have emotions and thoughts, right? So emotions are going to affect our thoughts and our thoughts are going to affect our emotions. And then both of those are going to affect our behavior. So our emotions and our thoughts are going to affect our behavior, right? We get emotional. We have this thought. We have this thought. We get emotional. And it's going to crack our behavior. Well, what controls emotions and thoughts? And I don't care if it's religious or medical or financial or political. All of your religious views are, are, are swayed by what I'm going to tell you next. All of your medical views are swayed by what I'm going to tell you next. All of your religious views, because every one of you who's religious and believe that you are a member of the only true church and what you believe is true, guess what? The next person in the house next to you believes the same thing about a different religion. So how come you all believe that you're you're saved and no one else is and blah, blah, whatever you're thinking? I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean everybody thinks that they're, you know, they found it, right? All of this is controlled by what? So all your thoughts, all your emotions are controlled by information. So the information that you've learned about medical care and health care That has created your thoughts and your emotions and your behavior. All the information you've learned about religion is going to control your thoughts, emotions, and your behavior. All the information you learn about politically, whatever you've allowed in your mind, is controlling your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors. What we're seeing in America, and not only with medicine, but with religion, with politics, is we're having people starting to look outside of their information box. So they're told by their leaders, religiously, medically, politically, to believe this. This is what's true don't look anywhere else cuz this is the truth and you all go home and pray about it this is your pol- this is your religion this is your politics this is medicine this is true right and now we as a people are going i'm going to use my pineal gland the greatest asset i have in my entire body and i'm going to start opening up my mind with that third eye i'm going to start looking outside of what i've been told is true and go wow oh my gosh, is that really how the adrenal system works? Is it really how the heart functions? Is that really? And now all of a sudden, as we bring our information wider and wider wider, we have a different behavior. And, and the people on the planet, I don't care what country you're in, we're all behaving differently now because we are gaining more information. Because more information is leaked out, right? There's still a lot of control, right? They don't want you to know certain things and so now look at what is being blocked on social media across the world, right? You can't even type in certain words. I can't even say them in this podcast or this podcast will be flagged and so there's many, many, many things that we are not, they're trying to keep from us because we as a world are awakening to the fact that we've been given this information which has built this behavior and they want you to behave this way. Everybody does. They want you to all behave this way, right? So we're going to take all the biblical things and we're going to create one King James version of the Bible. Hmm, they did that for that reason, right? So we have to start looking at, wait, what else is actually out there? And I think that's where we're at with medicine, Amy, and I'm really excited about it. And I hope I didn't offend anybody. I get all excited about things. But I just want you to think, if I'm only believing this information for politics, well, that's why I have this behavior, maybe I should widen the doors a little bit. Yes. Yes.
0: Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 that was not an unenthusiastic guess. It was just like, <laughs> was just like I He's mean, you, can, you just Thank take God. like a baseball bat and just like line up everything we want to think is absolutely true in our life. And I was like, go ahead and just whack it. But, yeah. um, but yeah, no, that, uh, that open-mindedness can lead to unprecedented growth and collaboration and happiness. And change. So, um,
1: yeah, thank you so the, much
0: for um, the
1: scientists, sharing Amy. your, your belief system. You know? Think about the scientists think, who literally thought one thing. Oh were, I think my internet went out for a minute. That's okay. I'll just ramble for one more second while it comes back in. Think about the scientists who put their whole life into proving one thing, and then it's proven wrong. Are they going to go, no, it's not. <laughs> They're going to go, wow okay, what's the next thing? They're not gonna give up. They're gonna learn now that what they were believing wasn't true. And now they're gonna learn that they can keep, they can take that information and now they can become even better. We don't, we can't have the pride that once we learn something and maybe it's against, maybe we have to change a political thought or a religious thought or a medical thought. We can't look at that and go, you know what, drinking milk actually is really bad. I didn't realize dairy was doing that to my body. We can't be like, nope, I'm right. I need to be right. Dairy's just fine. We can't like not believe the new science because we have to be right. Like what's more important everybody being right (laughs) or moving forward. Right. And I think that's kind of where we're at is a lot of people around the world are, are waking up that there's two forms of medicine and we can unite them and we can use each one of the gifts and and the the things that are better from one side to the other um, to, to, to work well. I think we lost Amy. I'm hoping she's-
0: I, I, I came back. My internet took okay. me away. <laughs> A minute. Okay. I was Swept away. Um, but no, I love what you said. And that's been like a hard, not a hard lesson for us to learn too, but I almost wanted to do a podcast with you about all the things that we have changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, even the things that we've taught before, like as we've been learning more about how, about how our views about nutrition have changed and our views about different modalities have changed and everything like that. So it's been, um, yeah, it's been cool for us to learn too and, and grow and change our modality. So in the meantime, cause just as we wrap this up, um, I'll just mention in the meantime, we are, Thank sure. Um, Definitely wanting to be there for each other because as much as Karen and I talk about this like great idealistic community where we're all working together, there's still a lot of um, misunderstanding and still a lot of headbutting out there. And I just do want to provide encouragement and a community to everyone out there who is still a pioneer in your respective community and in your state for holistic healthcare, um, just to provide you with encouragement and let you know we have your back. And when everyone else, it seems like everyone else is fighting against you Um, just there, there have always been pioneers out there and you're being one in your community, Mm -hmm. in your area, and uh, we uh, just want to support you in that. Um, There's one last thing I wanted to read. This is not meant to be confrontational at all, but it's an open letter to the medical and research community that I will be posting. (laughs) I'm not sure what platform I'm going to be using for that, Um, but I'm just going to mention this really quick um, because this means a lot to me in a non- Like I said, not trying to be too confrontational, but I did say, dear medical and scientific research community, as history continues to repeat itself, many practices you currently call pseudoscience, you will scientifically validate 20 to 100 years from now, call it a medical and scientific breakthrough, act like the naturopathic community hasn't been practicing on the premise of this biologically plausible concept for decades, and then package, monetize, and or regulate it. That's why when you say, there's currently no scientific research to support that practice, I shake my head, think of the bookshelves of research published by naturopathic pioneers that line the wall of my predecessor's office and say, then call me in 20 to 50 years when the medical field catches up. If you feel comfortable rejecting healing modalities that you don't understand yet, that's fine, but do not presume they are invalid simply because they have yet to match the research agenda and funding criteria of your institution's primary donors. Yours truly, Amy Sprouse and the community at Holistic Health Educators. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's just like, just like a little memo out there because even though like we're talking about this idealistic world where we are working together and everyone cares about holistic health and everyone cares about medical health and all of it, we still do have a ways to go. Like that is the reality is like, like on average, it takes X amount of years for clinical research to actually get implemented in medicine. And it, it, it takes decades sometimes for that for that research, for, for everything we're doing in the holistic health to finally catch the attention of clinical researchers, then to finally be implemented in medicine. Like we're talking, there's normally decades between each of those. I'm so sorry about the the buzzing. There's normally decades in between each of those. And so anyway, I just wanted to share that because we still do want to be here to support all of you while we are in this pioneer phase of integrative medicine. Um, (laughs) Yep. I'm going to share a whole nother presentation for things that used to be called pseudoscience that there is now so much clinical evidence about. That would be so fun to uh, put together a presentation I'm like, oh, essential oils used to be pseudoscience. Here's the clinical research where they outperform pharmaceuticals. Oh, craniosacral therapy used to be pseudoscience because you thought our brain was, like, was completely fused their fusion together ever since we were a child. Oh, actually, here's the research on how our brains actually do move throughout the day. And, like, just XYZ, this was pseudoscience. Here's the clinical data this was pseudoscience here's the clinical data so it's just um excited to see those worlds come together it is it's been amazing sweet so thank you so much karen for sharing your thoughts um, on integrative medicine. And Iris, we're super excited to hear from you in just a second. Um, but is there anything else you want to mention, Karen, before we wrap that up?
1: No, I think I just wanted to mention, again, we're here for you at Holistic Health Educators. And so please, 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 if you are not one of our students, jump in our courses, come on a call um, you know, that where we can help you, reach out to us any way we can, because we do, at least twice a year, we have in-house meetings where you can come and you can learn with um, others around you, everything also online. We just we just really want to keep this growing. And you'll be in the midst of people that really believe and think you do. And, and you'll love everything. That's what we're here for. We're here to help any way we can. And we're also here to help learn from each other. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things is that we we need to not only learn the material and the modalities, but we need to learn emotionally how to best support not only each other, but to best support those who are suffering through undiagnosable, un, you know, un unrelatable issues right now because they simply don't have the time and the means that I happened to have because I worked so hard, you know, to be able to provide that. I just happened to be in an income bracket that I was able to provide this kind of testing for our daughter. Not that we went many weeks without much food (laughs) because that we certainly did for years, but I was able to at least have that. And so many people don't. And that's what's wrong in society is people do not have access to these diagnosable tools. And that's what we have to reach out for as a society because- yeah. It's very, it's painful. I I got an email just this morning, really quick, from a woman who um, has been shunned. You know, after she left her uh, religion and her husband had left her, and she is taking care and has been taking care of for 20 years. Their their um, almost invalid daughter and. She's just had terrible issues with her mouth and she has nothing left, uh, you know, and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, we are not in the society in a place yet where we can just take her and wrap our arms around her and be able to provide for her and her daughter what they all need. Um, And that's what I can't wait for with Georgia or for anything, anyone who opens a clinic anywhere in the world that can can do this care. It needs to be united so we can help these people who are suffering.
0: Totally. And that's why we have the Human Body Master Guide in the meantime. That's right out there. It's just like, this is where we want to combine all these modalities of healing into one place. That is the point of the human body master guide. So we're doing what we're trying to do what we can on our end. So awesome. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for sharing your thoughts and experiences.
1: And reminder, everybody who's here to listen to the AO um, section, hang on there. We're going to end this wonderful podcast and then pick it up with you in just one second. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody have a wonderful day. And remember you are the master of your body. You got this.
0: Awesome. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular
1: day.